fun. I get to talk and you have no clue what's going on. I have on. no clue whatsoever. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Gosh. I've been on this blood pressure medicine. It just swells my throat up dry. Oh, really? Yeah. The inside of my throat is like the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the- Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Season 2 of The Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Jason, your host for this episode, and joining with me, as he always does, my co-host, Eric. How are you, Eric? I am well. How are you, my man? Have you uh, ever been caught shoplifting? <laughs> I'll have to plead the fifth. <laughs> well, I've already made this confession on uh, the Retro Network time machine, so yes, I have. Anyway, uh-huh. yeah, I, you know, baseball cards. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, young and stupid anyway uh, we are continuing our season two list of our favorite guitar solos and we're starting uh off this season and split in half with the 90s and uh just a quick reminder spotify premium people we've been telling you about it we're going to continue to tell you about it because it's the best way to listen to the show you get to hear the songs in their entirety while you listen to the podcast but you don't need it you can always listen to the you know on apple music Amazon, all those places that you start listening to music now, we're there and with our podcast, so you can use those song whip links in the show notes that we'll tell you about at the end of the show and go out and listen to the songs later. Uh, Our next pick in the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s, a song from 1990 again. I'm like those wondering at the beginning of the decade, I guess. (laughs) Coming in at number 19 is Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. Behind the music. So the guitarist featured on this song is Dave Navarro. His professional career is a roller coaster, to say the least. Yes. He began with Jane's Addiction in 1986, and he was recommended actually by his childhood friend and the drummer for the band, Stephen Perkins. Jane's Addiction would uh, release three albums and then broke up in 1991. Here's a fun fact. The Lollapalooza Festival was essentially created as their farewell tour yep i knew that okay uh guns and roses actually recruited him after izzy stratton left the band but it sounds like navarro never showed up for the auditions wow why would you not show up for the auditions for guns and roses i don't well, know if, you, if you've ever but, seen interviews with dave navarro you'd understand why but yeah. <laughs> go ahead uh, I have, I have. <laughs> anyway in 1993 he joined the red hot chili peppers and his first major performance with them was at Woodstock 94. He also recorded one album with them, uh, just one. In 93, he also formed the band Deconstruction with Jane's Addiction bass player Eric Avery. They released one album in 1994, which was produced by Rick Rubin. Yes. Here's, here's another fun fact. In 1995, he played lead guitar 
for this little known artist, uh, Alanis Morissette, mm -hmm. I think is how you say your name. Yeah. And her, that, her. that little minor hit she had, you ought to know. Wow. Yeah. Spe speaking of the Chili Peppers, actually, Flea plays bass on that song, too. And then so, the drummer, yeah. wasn't the drummer Taylor Hawkins? No, I did not read that. I don't think uh, so. He played for her was, at one point or another. Okay. If that was, anyway. if that was him, my God, that'd been a band. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Dave uh, joined Jane's Addiction in 1997 for their relapse tour with Flea on bass this time. Uh, I actually prefer the live acoustic version of Jane Says that they put out as a single that year. Really good. But uh, then 1998, here we come. Navarro is fired from the Chili Peppers and then went on to put out a solo album in 2001. He went back to Jane's Addiction in 2002 for an album and a tour. Another big highlight for him was playing live at uh, the Apollo Theater in 2002 with Michael Jackson, and he did the guitar work on Black or White. I hmm. did not seek out that video. I'm assuming that would probably be out there on YouTube. I'm assuming but, it is. Uh, at this point, early 2000s, he was famously married to Carmen Electra, and they did that show Till Death Do Us Part. I forgot on all about TV. that. Yep. Thank the Lord I forgot all about that. And then uh, about that time, too, uh, actually, I think it was a little bit later in the 2000s, is what I remember him uh, being a judge on this reality show, Rockstar in Excess and Rockstar Supernova. Do you remember watching those? Uh, off and on, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to him. I saw. Yeah, you know, that's where they were. They were uh, looking for a lead singer, a new lead singer for NXS. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, okay. I was no, all in on that show. They chose JD Fortune as the lead singer, and they released, I think, maybe one or two albums, and that was it. Mm. It was pretty quick to uh, when he was out of there. And then they put this band together. I think it was with Navarro, uh, maybe a couple people from Guns N' Roses. Oh, and uh, Jason Newstead from Metallica. They was they were supposed to be called this band Supernova, and they were looking for a lead singer. They get through the auditions, and they realize, oh, a band already has that name. So they had to call <laughs> themselves Rockstar Supernova when they did their little tour or whatever they did. Oh but my gosh. I don't think anything really ever came of that. But God. we'll we'll stop there for please, uh, <laughs> please. tomorrow. But. <laughs> He's still linked to Jane's addiction, but it sounds like some long-term effects from COVID in the last few years, he hasn't been able to perform with them. So I did watch a performance uh, with him in Heart at, uh, it's like Atlantic City or someplace, on a couple of their you know, classic songs, and mm -hmm. that was fun to watch. So yeah, he's, he's made the rounds, let me tell you, in the world of guitar playing mm -hmm. <laughs> and bands. Man. Let's get personal. So this song immediately takes me back to early 90s MTV. The music video uh, with this song, it's just memorizing, mesmerizing to me. Uh, I always, it, it doesn't hurt to have a pole dancer that's in the middle of a grocery <laughs> store, but uh, it's just such a fun video. Of course, they got all this security camera footage, if you remember, yeah. mixed in with the band members stealing stuff. And of course, the star of this music video is this middle-aged balding man who dresses up in this, lack of a better word, fat suit, and uh, starts stuffing carrots and lettuce up his skirt and stuff, you know, as he's in the store. 
My favorite part of the video, though, is when they create that like Soul Train line down one of the aisles. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people, all the customers, they just start <laughs> dancing. There's like this old couple. <laughs> the, the old lady does a cartwheel. And I mean, it's so ridiculous and oh odd and funny. I just love the music video so much. <laughs> uh, it's it's easily in my top 10 music videos from the 90s. But that was really my introduction to Jane's Addiction. Uh, Jane's Addiction uh, was that music video on MTV. And if I'm being honest, I've never owned a Jane's Addiction album. I, it wasn't until really the CD burning era in the early 2000s that I went back and explored their... Uh, catalog and there are several songs now that i really really love but i just i've never pulled the trigger on some of their full albums I've gone, back one. <laughs> I've gone back and listened to them and they're strange and odd and perry his voice is so unique um and it works on like rocking alternative songs like this some other songs it doesn't really work i guess for me but I, I have this experience, I got to tell. Uh, so we just moved here to Montgomery. Um, this was about 15 years ago. And uh, a couple years after that, probably. I was headed home from work, and I had my mix CD in with my favorite Jane's Addiction songs, just blaring it in the truck. And this song came up, of course. And uh, my windows are down. I'm singing out. I'm jamming along. I get to the stoplight. And I'm behind a pickup truck with a couple gals riding in the bed of the truck. <laughs> and I maybe high school age. I don't know how old they were. But I'm jamming out there looking at me. They hear the song. And they just start moving along. They're singing along to it. I'm like, how do you know this song? <laughs> it was just such a moment where, you know, again, music is for everybody. And it, yeah. it doesn't surprise me that they knew the song just based on their age, but uh, I don't know. It was just a, a shocking moment that uh, <laughs> I can't get out of my brain. That's Every time awesome. I hear it, I, I picture me at that stop fight <laughs> and us jamming out. That's amazing. Been caught stealing. Yeah, oh, it was so I weird. But I love I, it. Uh, I really love it. Anyway, Jane's Addiction for you, sir. Got nothing for you. I have <laughs> never, I have never been a Jane's Addiction fan. Um, I'm, I, I think I told you before the show started, this is the only song I can name from Jane's Addiction. Um, <laughs> I've just never been a, I've just, I don't know. I think they came out at a time that I was into so much heavy music, um, mm -hmm. that I just, it, it just didn't, wasn't on my radar. Um, and I just was never a fan. I'm even less of a Dave Navarro fan. So, uh, <laughs> I just, I just have really not many people are as much as you've been around the block. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have any, any like history with, with them at all, other than I do. I mean, I do have a friend, a friend that was a huge Jane's Addiction fan in high school, and I literally never even gave them the time of day. He would be <laughs> like, "Have you heard? The, have you heard this? Nope." And he would just leave it at that. I wouldn't even like, "Hey, let's listen oh, to wow. it." I mean, yeah, I would just be like, "Nope." <laughs> just keep going so uh yeah i got i got no history with the band i mean i mean i like the song whenever i saw the video i was like you i thought it was funny and i would watch it and you know i can probably sing along with the with the song if i'm if i'm honest but other than that i just there's no 
There's nothing else comes to mind when I think of Jane's addiction. That's fair enough. Yeah. The breakdown. So first of all, I love the sound of his guitar. It's, I I don't know. I'm not the technical guy here, but it's very dirty sounding to me, almost like a muted quality. Yeah. Lots of reverb. And I just like how it goes so low. And then he brings it back up into the high register. I mean, he's all over the place with the solo, all up and down the board. Yeah. Um, it's got that, it, it's really, uh, it's there's a solo part, but then it's kind of extended because you get all the that, 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 yeah. you know. The scatting from Harry Farrell. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's singing or playing underneath that. And uh, uh, that, that part of the song is really fun. It's only about 30 seconds, the whole, you know, guitar solo of the song the song right. is three minutes and 39 seconds so um not, not too terribly long but it's it's memorable to me i also like the little riff he adds between the first and second verse there too there's like a little mini solo almost right there but oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah one thing i really like the song and to be honest until i get my headphones on i didn't notice it but there's an acoustic in the left ear and then the electric is in the right ear when you're listening to the song, except for the solo. Right. But as they're playing along, there's so much to listen to. And the groove on this song is just epic to me. I mean, really driven by the bass. Yes. And then Perry's vocals, again, they're just so unique. It, he's almost off key at times, but somehow it blends with the song and, and it works. And several points throughout the song the beat drops too. So anytime that happens, it's just, <laughs> it's just catchy as hell. It's so catchy. And then the dogs barking, uh, like you'll probably hear in the outtakes, like yeah. they are outside my window now. <laughs> That's just fun. I mean, you know, I don't know. That was, uh, that was crazy. I was actually at the dinner table taking my notes. I'm listening to the song and my little girl comes up to me. Who's nine. And <laughs> I'm doing my notes and, she was like, I hear dogs. <laughs> <laughs> she loves dogs. She's all into dogs. That's so funny. I put the headphones on her and I, I started the song over again and let her listen. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, she loved it. But <laughs> I did want to point out before I turn it back over to you, uh, my favorite YouTuber, who was Rick Beato, he broke the song down on episode 39 of his series, What Makes This Song Great. And he gets to solo all the tracks. You get to hear... All this fun stuff in the background, uh, every part of the song. It's so cool. And he does it better than anybody that I've seen as far as breaking songs down. So make sure you go out there and listen to or, or watch Rick yeah. break down. He's too smart for some good. He is. He really is. Yeah, he's way too well, smart. What do you really. like about the song? Well, that when you mentioned it, I, I totally forgot that, it, that they did this in that song, but that acoustic in one ear and the electric in the other, that's... That was before its time because now if you listen to any kind of of new newer country like bro country or whatever they do that all the time they split the acoustic and the electric into not, maybe not all the way to left and right but they'll pan them so that you hear the electric and the acoustic playing at the same time spread out but they're playing mm -hmm. the same thing and they were they were doing that i mean james addiction was doing that before anybody else was um, so that's a that's like a it's a common trick now in, in country music, mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I, you know, I, I've never been a big Dave Navarro fan, but he he does get some good tone on, on a lot of his songs. Um, 
there's a couple of Chili Pepper songs that he that album with him was forgettable, but there's a couple of songs that he's got some really great mm-hmm. tone on. Um, he's got a lot of grease, as we mentioned in the last uh, yeah. in the last show. Yeah, definitely that, a lot of stuff setup, on that. His setup is is expansive. If you if you you can go out on YouTube and look for like a, a rig rundown for Dave Navarro, and mm-hmm. there's been several times that his 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 rig is enormous, like all the <laughs> effects that he uses and all the you know, all the units he runs through. Uh, so he he knows how to get a good tone, for sure. With all that, you know, like I said, I'm not the technical person. It just sounds cool, and oh, yeah. this song, you know, being 1990, I think it had a good part in really kicking off that alternative genre because it it sounds when you I hear the song, I'm like, yeah, that's alternative music. Yeah, it's just it it's got a unique sound to it, and I, you know, being 1990 before even Nirvana and well, yeah, they straddled that line too. They yeah. weren't, they weren't, you know, glam metal or they, they weren't metal. They weren't, you know, they were kind of hard right, rock right. sometimes, but they were also that kind of alternative stuff. They just kind of straddled the line. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Not all of their songs are this heavy yeah. with the guitar work. And that's probably, probably the reason why I really haven't dove too much into their whole catalog is I, I really like the songs that rock out. Yeah. And there's a lot Same. of just alternative songs that, uh, just don't connect with me, I guess. Yeah. So, same. okay. Well, we're going to end this episode. Been caught stealing comes in at number 19 on our top 25 guitar solos of the nineties. Uh, I, like I said, I don't have too many other favorites, uh, in the nineties there. I got a couple from the eighties. I really love, maybe we'll get to one of those, uh, one from the two thousands, it really good that I love, but uh, like I'm trying to keep to the nineties for my bonus songs here. So <laughs> Jane's addiction has had so many different breakups and bands forming. Yeah. So there's another band when they broke up that Perry Farrell, the lead singer and uh, Stephen Perkins, the drummer formed called porno for pyros. Yeah. And there's a song called pets. Great that I have enjoyed. That's a great song. Over the years, yeah. uh, excuse the lyrics. There are some, <laughs> there, there are some cusses in there. It is some, it is, but it there is are friendly. Yeah, there are two uh, short solos in that song that are really great. So I'm going to play that as our bonus track. Nice uh, for this episode. So stay tuned. You'll hear "Pets" by Porno for Pyros uh, right after I'm done yapping here. But Spotify Premium, you'll get to hear that uh, hear that song in its entirety. Otherwise. Go to those song whip links in the show notes that will connect you with the songs in your favorite music app. And if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a rating. Uh, again, go over to the Retro Network and uh, check out all the podcasts that are over there under that umbrella. We're, of course, one of those. And if you want to support what the Retro Network does, patreon.com forward slash the Retro Network, and you'll get your name not only in our show notes, but in every show across the network. That's part of our uh, the the Patreon program. There, you'll get your name in those their show notes too as a I little mean, thank you. How can you and get that? you can go you can come over to Slack with me and Eric and hang out in the VIP lounge. Oh, uh, you. there's another little perk for you for supporting the Retro Network. There you go. Uh, talk to us about music over there in the VIP lounge. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, our website is greatestlistpodcast.com if you want to stream episodes there. You can also find us on Twitter for any feedback at Greatest Lists. And Eric will come back. He always comes back. Always <laughs> comes 18, back. 
selection is coming up next and uh it's it's safe to say you're gonna give us a dose of metal oh yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm amazed i haven't done it before now so yeah yeah well here we go thanks for listening to the greatest list we look forward to continuing our list of the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s on the next episode you've been listening to the greatest lists 